Gravity Podcast. No funny business to start off the show today, guys. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, video games. Some impressions on um, a video game that kind of took over uh, a lot of discourse about this video game. A lot of talks, a lot of video essays, not essays, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deep dives, a lot. Of, so this game, Unrecord, dropped the trailer. Um, oh, it's a body cam footage style video game, first person shooter, and a lot of people said it looks fake, it looks too good, graphics look too realistic. Um, obviously, that's been debunked. It's a real video game. It's just using uh, Unreal Engine Five, and I'll admit it does look really, really fucking realistic. Does it not? Like double, double take realistic, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard-pressed to find anybody that quite literally was calling BS on the initial... Well, the, the, the first trailer, you could tell it was a game. The second trailer, which recently came out, which we're referencing, it's very... You have to really look for it yeah. to be able to tell. It's, yeah. it's literally like I had... I did have to do a double-take, all jokes aside. I had to do a double-take to, like, holy shit. Um, anyway, there's a lot of discourse about it. Um... So it's called Unrecord. It is a video where presumably it's a video. It's a video game where presumably you are a police officer or someone in law enforcement. You're presumably somebody in law enforcement is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, ultra realistic. Lots of action in this trailer. Lots of uh, killing. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, it it's it's a definitely a game that blurs the line between realism and video game. Um, and there's been definitely been a lot of discourse I've read online about it. Well, let's uh, let's, I, let's go over that discourse, right? Let's like let's pick that apart, right? So let's pick it apart. Let's pick it like a scab. Yeah. So let's. So there's a lot of people that they kind of. I I think it kind of falls into two camps, right? So. Let's get a, beyond the whole is it real thing. We know it's real, right? That was the first major issue with this whole footage coming out. The developer came out and disproved it by showing footage from within the game engine. Um, the second point now is a lot. A lot of this kind of falls on has it gone too far? Um, there's a lot of people that are liking this sort of video game demo footage to things you'd find on things like live leak, you know, um, like real body cam footage, right? Um, it looks that realistic. And then it brings back that like great ever burning question. I think it started what in the nineties with mortal Kombat. It's like, these games are too realistic. <laughs> you know, but what's the implications of this on society? Right. Right. Um, and I'm going to, I'm, I fall into this camp and that camp is that, you know, I am an adult. I don't necessarily like care because I can recognize that this is a video game, even though the fidelity of it is wild, right? It does look like real deal footage for sure. I want to just come out Mm -hmm. and say right now, if this game ever releases, and I think that's a big if, there's still no way the game's going to look like this. We've seen it a thousand times with every reveal trailer and every fucking... It's not going to look and play like this when it comes out. I'm no, just that, calling that right now. 
Yeah, that was 100% like a predisposed. Um, yeah. Like that, it was tailored, right? Yeah. You know, it's not going to look and feel like that because it, it's going to be primarily, I believe, a PC game, right? Um, There's going to be that like sort of weird movement in it that you get with PC games. It's not going to look all fluid like that. But right. I think that it, the fidelity of it will still look like that. I don't. I don't think that's going to change. And the reason why is because they, what they're doing is they have like a filter effect over the, the view. So that way it gives you that sort of like grainy body cam footage. And that's what, how they're tricking you. Like it's not like actually photorealistic. It's like camera realistic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I still think that regardless, like depending on what you're running it on, what you're playing it on, like it's not going like this was a, like you said, it was a tailor made video presumably recorded from the developers, you know, tech and hardware, all that stuff. Right. This mm -hmm. is definitely a game that's a work in progress. Once this game is finished and people are running it on their own hardware and their own computers and their own setup and shit, it is going to vary and look and run different. Com like this is that's just you know, like I said, we've seen it hundreds of times with every video game release. You remember Puddlegate from Spider Man and all that? Enlighten me. I feel like I've heard of it, but it's not coming to my mind right now. Enlighten me about what was Puddlegate and the Puddlegate. viewers. What was what was Putter Puddlegate? It was like someone. There was a trailer for Spider-Man of a gameplay thing with like, and literally it was puddles on the ground and how good they looked and the reflections and shit. And then once the game actually released, somebody screenshotted the same area and the same gameplay and said, look how, look how different this looks compared to what we were shown and stuff. And like may, they made a huge stink about fucking puddles on the ground. And for some reason it like blew up, but not in a good way. People in, it blew up in a bad way of like some people were like we we were lied to about the fidelity of this game and other people were like you're a fucking idiot it's a video game like who cares obviously this is what happens shit like that and that's just what happens with video games this is how they're shown off and how they're they're shown running on the best possible hardware by the team who's made the game and once you get it in your own hands it does not look or play the same way and people still for some reason do not understand that I think that's a fair argument. I just think that, like, objectively, it'll probably look similar. I don't know how much is going to be lost, but truthfully, I here's the interesting thing, right? Is that they don't necessarily have to actually go balls to the wall with the fidelity of the game's graphics. Like, they're not trying to render more pixels. Their their trick is actually um, done. By applying, I think, filters over your viewing lens. So they're they're applying like a couple of different lighting filters and whatnot to achieve that sort of effect where it looks so realistic. Because I think if you take that away, the environment is going to look like any other Unreal Engine 5 environment. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, that's that's their gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the piece of the puzzle here, though, that is taking it from this is a video game to like this looks like footage like real footage right outside of a couple of different animations i think they're like gun animations are incredible incredibly well done um they're like you remember when he kicks open the door in the uh trailer remember that yeah that yeah. that's like very like oh this is a game because the animation is the exact same every time 
and, and that that's the thing an, uh, another thing even with animations this these could change a million times before the game comes out you know yep. I, I like i said before i don't even think this game is going to i think it's this is a real game that this this gentleman made i don't think this is ever going to see a full complete release of, as a video game I don't want to give him, I don't want to like put that like shadow over his shoulder like that. Like, hey, this is never going to like get to completion. I hope it does. But I don't think that it is a small studio, right? And I don't necessarily know if it's going to be live up to the expectations that it is generated. I think that this is going to push forward a new sort of concept into the developer's realm is like the idea of perspective and lighting changing. Or like, oh, what if we told this game from like a recording device on a person. What if we did like, we're seeing that now, like we can segue this right into the other game that's coming out where it's shooting off of like what, like a camera body cam paranormal tales. The other one that we were, yeah, but it's not even like, it's not really an entirely new concept because you see video games like outlast that did this 10 years ago. They did, but it, it's like a, like when you're looking through the lens in Outlast, if you'll and because it is ten years, I'm gonna give that shadow of the doubt there. It's like ten years ago, we didn't have the ability to create that lighting environment, right? So if you're going looking through the camera in Outlast, the only effect that you really have is like slight grain, you know? It's not really it doesn't really necessarily feel like you're actually looking through the lens of a camera. Well, you, you see like you, you know? see like film stutter, you know, yep. you see, you know, the Excuse me, the slight fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think, I mean, let's be real here. This game, it's it's a gimmick. That, and I, you, can, you can take that negatively or positively, but this is a gimmick video game. It it's is a gimmick, yeah. That a, is for a, sure. body, a body cam footage, but it's not an entirely new concept. And the reason this game is getting so much like discourse about is because the subject matter. And, I, you know, varying opinions on that from people. I think, you know... The line of can video games go too far? I mean, absolutely, they can go too far. We've seen it a fucking dozen times. Like, video games absolutely go too far. And, like, I understand the argument of, you know, they're video games, they're not real, but people do need to understand that there are people out there who are very malleable, who do get, like, molded by what they see and what they interact with and what they hear. I mean, what's the name of that fucking game that's just like, you're a school shooter, pretty much, and you go Hatred. out and you just... I was going to yeah. reference that one, yeah. Hatred. Like, that game went too far. Like, yeah, it's a video game, but the subject matter of that game is just like, like, why? That, the developer of that game made that game because he wanted discourse around his video game. It's the only reason, like, that's the only reason why you would make something like that, and I think the only reason why the developers decided to make this video game is because they knew it was going to be a hot topic, like... Hey, there's all these body cam footage of police killing people. Why don't we make a video game about it? I, I guarantee you that was the talk in the boardroom when they just, when the developing team started to make this game. I guarantee you they knew that they, this kind of discourse was going to happen because the whole any publicity is good publicity talk. I mean, believe it or not, like this this game is blowing up right now and people are talking about it nonstop. I think I think it's a stretch to say that that was like their in, like total intention just like based on the subject matter. I think that I think that what they did was create a medium that like their medium, their their way that they're treating the engine 
is pushing that sort of narrative forward, right? Like that's what's getting people to talk, right? And I, I say that because imagine if that the game um, looked just like that, same realism effect, right? Like not like I, I say realism, but you know what I mean. Like it's like it looks like a, a body camera, right? And right. the environment looks pretty accurate to that. Imagine right. if that came out and, um, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe you weren't a police officer. I'm trying to think of an example right now. Well, I, I think you that's know? that's the point I was making as well as like their subject matter of the fact that you are a police officer and you are killing criminals, I'm assuming. Um mm-hmm. And like you, you know, you. I'm. I've been watching the trailer on repeat while we've been talking about it. There's a point mm-hmm. where he calls for for backup and dispatch and shit. And mm-hmm. their subject matter, that was a conscious choice made by the developer because they could have made a body cam footage of like, I don't know, GTA style type shit. Like you're just an unnamed protagonist. You're not a cop or like gang on gang warfare, and it wouldn't have gotten this much discourse. But you are a police officer. Like you are, you know. They blur out the faces of the people you're killing, which is what they have to do when like body cam footage that gets leaked online. Like, it's it draws the it toes the line very very closely, and the developer knew they were going to like that. It was a conscious decision they made to do that. So so it's funny, right? So like I, the way I look at this, right, is like I don't think that the police narrative drives drives is is the controversy, right? Like. I think that's part of it, but not like the real thing. I think the thing is, is that it it just is one to one. Like it looks like I'm looking at live leak, right? I think that's yeah, yeah. that's where the that's where the it, the game blew up because it could have just been any other police game and no one would have like batted an eye. There's like a dime a dozen of them on. Steam, I, I agree. You know? It's a little bit of ever. It's it's the police thing mixed with the fact that it looks like a one to one thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think like I think people would be up in arms more. So imagine if okay, so instead of the police narrative, I want you to put yourself in the in the imagine if they went back to like 2004 and they said we're making a game about what it was like to serve like overseas in Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? With that sort of style, people would be outraged. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, it, like it, there wouldn't even be discourse. Like it would have been like hey, shut this down. I mean, that's you know. that that has happened with war games previously. Hundred yep. percent. But like I'm saying, like the implication of that would have been would be like astronomical. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the only reason, like for example, Call of Duty gets away with these sorts of things is because they're not actually talking about like real subject matter. Like they may like do things in it that have happened, but they're not saying like this happened here or whatever. It's not like turbo photorealistic. You know, there's an element of fantasy in it. And, and Call of Duty did get some shit back in the day, but I think Call of Duty transcended into the okay. It's it's a video game. It's clearly a video game. It's yep. clearly entertainment type shit. And like we said before, this really does draw that draw that line where it really is a one to one comparison. Like to the untrained eye, you like I said, you do have to do a double take while looking at this. Like, is this real? No. And I think that's just to me. It gives me the ick. To me, it's too far. To me, it's like you know, this being what it is because of it's you know it's a police body cam because they have to blur out the faces of the guys you're killing because like you see people groaning on the ground when they're bleeding out because of everything that you're seeing and because of how real it looks to me it goes too far it's it it's past the point of a video game and at what point is this just a simulator 
you know? So then I, I'm going to ask another question. Uh, I'll, let me get to, uh, let me first say my piece about the blurring of the faces. Cause that's actually a really interesting thing. So that was actually a design decision that also plays into the idea of the body cam thing. I don't know if you heard about why they did that. Um, the, they did that because of the limitation of the engine. Uh, you still, there's still, working on trying to get human faces one-to-one so you know how you go into a video game and the one thing you look is you look at your character and he looks not like a human a little bit still you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um they blurred the faces not only because in body cam footage they do that you know to respect the privacy of um you know people for example and it's not a good way of explaining it but i don't have another way unfortunately but they did it because of the limitation of the engine, but also because of that, it adds that extra facet of realism, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was another portion of this that I wanted to talk about, and my brain just went totally like body cam uh, blur effect. Um, what was it? I'm losing it. You're good. The, yeah, I'll, it'll come to me, and I'm going like, to probably interrupt you. Just, you. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I got it. At this ex- at one forty one, I was gonna talk about this, but it's like two oh five, and it came back to me. <laughs> It'll come yeah, to me eventually. I, I don't know. It's definitely uh We'll see. I'm sure there's gonna be more trailers. I'm sure they'll. I like I said. I don't think this game's gonna come out. I I it, this is just from you know, growing up around video games and constantly being into video games media and seeing games like this come and go and just never get released. This is not the first time a video game has taken over the world and then has fallen off the wayside. Remember Abandoned from a few years ago? Abandoned? Why do I remember that? It was a PlayStation-exclusive horror game that everyone thought was a Silent Hill game made by Kojima. Or no, they thought it was a survival horror game made by Kojima. And then the developer leaned into it and kind of played into the fact that it was a Kojima game and then there was outrage upon that, and then he apologized, and then the game was never heard from a game again, ever. It, 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 it looked cool, it looked weird, but like Abandoned took over the gaming media for like three weeks straight because of this whole Kojima shit, and then fucking disappeared. And we have not heard from it in like three years. Two years. I remember what I was going to say, by the way. So You're good. Going back to the um, whole, I don't think that this should be... Um, I don't think this is the right direction for games because this could be a medium for people to latch onto and kind of derive their ideals around. I think that as a country or as a as a planet as a whole that we fail as like a species, right? Because I don't think that like it should be up to a developer or something to like soft cap creativity, right? I think it should be up to like the people around you to make sure that the people who can be influenced are not being influenced. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like, I mean, uh, I, I agree and I disagree because the developer at a certain point needs to know if what they're doing is too far. Y- yes. I, I think like, I think that this game is, is on a, on the line, but I don't want to say that it's like hatred, right? Where it's like just totally uncalled for. Uh, no, I agree. I think hatred goes over the line. I think hatred is uncalled for. I think this is more depending on the person. Like, I don't think this game in itself is fucking offensive. I don't think there's anything like offensive with it. It gives me, like I said, it gives me the ick 
but like i don't i'm not gonna say hey boycott this game this is fucked up don't play it you know Mm -hmm. um it's also not my place to say if it is offensive like if somebody gets offended by it and they don't want to play it i'm like all right that's you you do you i'm not gonna play it you can play it if you want to but i i agree with you there yeah i'm just i just like uh i like to look for like the like little granulars of good and everything right so even though this may be a divisive game i think that because this is kind of the media for that sort of uh needle it's like the needle push you know what i'm saying like we're pushing the ideas of people in a direction that i think will benefit everybody so like truthfully i think that like horror games are going to benefit the most from that sort of a perspective um and i, mean, I yeah because that's environment right that shit looks yeah. real you know like, i was gonna say like if we want to transition right over into the uh the horror game that is yep. a body cam footage we absolutely can yeah we definitely can because like i i think that this where we have you know this game is walking so everything else that comes after it i think can run you know what i'm saying yeah um that that horror game i, I watched it uh what was paranormal the name? paranormal tales paranormal Par- tales so i watched it yeah i watched it a little bit ago um and my only gripe with it is that it just some of the textures in it kind of feel flat but yeah um, this it looks more like a video game this one does not have the ultra realistic like double you don't need to you know no double take here like this is a video game clearly but with that fo- that filter on it yeah yeah it, like i i i like what they're what they're trying to do but like I'm hoping that someone does it to that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to get there for sure. Yeah. 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 I really hope someone just said, looks at this and goes, wow, this looks crazy. This is what I want my horror game to look like. Like this is right. like the artistic direction that I want in my horror game. Um, right. You and I were both big horror game things. And I think that um, there's a lot of charm in that. And like the early two thousands where horror games really had like snailed the environment. Cause that's all they had to focus on that to like generate dread. And right. we lost that with like the weird years. I like, I feel like between the 360 and like PS4 era, it was like the weird years of video games where it's like, okay, this is like trying to be turbo realistic, but it's not quite there yet. You know? And when I were kind of on the cusp of like the, I would almost say this is like the Renaissance, you know what I'm saying? Like where the golden era was like PlayStation two and whatnot. And like everybody and their mother was having a great grand old time because the sound design, the environment design, level design story, everything just had to be on point to really get someone to play your polygonal game. Um, now we're at the point now where it's like a renaissance of that, where you get that. Now we have the visual fidelity aspect. It's almost at that point now where, um, it's like truly art, you know, it's it's crazy. Um, I I can't wait. I really can't wait for what's good. What's to come. Uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily the biggest fan of like the paranormal tales stuff yet. I want to see more. Um, but what's your opinion on that? What do you think? I mean, of that? I, I'm really stoked about it. I've watched both. There's there's been two trailers for Paranormal Tales. They're both like a minute, two minutes each. Um, I'm super excited for it. This this is what I want to see people do when it comes to like found footage horror games. Like I said, it's not the whole found footage idea is not like new. I mean, Outlast did it. Um, what's the other game? The Blair Witch 
video game did it too a few years ago. It wasn't that good of a video game, but you know, same idea. And I just say, I'm with you. I want games, especially horror games, because anyone who like watches anything we've done on the channel knows that we both really like horror horror video games. Like, I want it to get to the point where it's like, I am immersed. This looks real, and I'm fucking shitting myself. You know? Yeah, you're not having like a good old like poop session in your video game. You know? Like, yeah. Is it really? Is it really good? Like, if you're not literally crapping your pants. Is it good? No, if you're not pausing your game every five minutes because you hear something and you don't want to turn around, it's not a good horror game. Yeah, it's literally, if you're, if you're, just, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, there needs to just be like a like, I don't know. I feel like when they do like play tests, like QA testing, you need to like get somebody in there that may may or may not be like an a- avid gamer, and you right. just need to make sure that they are shitting their pants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, that's what they need to do now. Like, guys developers if you're listening get someone in there that's just like i don't like horror movies get them in there if they're shitting their goddamn pants okay you've done it um that's what i want i want i literally want to crap my pants when i play video games if we're, that is what i want in a horror game 100 percent, 100 i've 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 played a bunch of horror games um it's one of my most played genres for sure and a lot of them aren't scary I would say 80% of the horror video games I've played are not scary. Uh, and I really, I'm with you. I want like developers to really put more time into it. Because the, the horror like genre has gotten so stale lately. I, I think we went through sort of like what you said earlier, like a, a renaissance period for horror and video games around like the mid 2010s or like probably the late 2010s as well with like, Outlast and Amnesia, although that dates back a little bit earlier. But now everything that comes out is a clone of those two games. You know what I'm saying? And it gets to the point where it's not really, you know, new and exciting anymore. Every indie horror game that comes out is a copy of those two games, pretty much. I don't think that we're... Here's a hot take, but I'll say it. I don't think we're ever going to get anything that's going to be necessarily new, at least not for a long time. Nothing... I think that the... The road has been paved, but now we need to find someone that takes a fresh spin on it. And I think that can be accomplished through like visual fidelity effects, like the, what they're doing with um, going back to on un, un, record or on record, like something like that would be like a fresh take, right? Because yeah. of the way it feels. Um, I, I really don't. I don't think that there we're going to get anything like fresh, like all the concepts have kind of been played out, right? Like. Over the shoulder horror game, cool, been done. First person horror, been done. Uh, from a camera footage, been done, right? Camera view. From um, you know, uh, inability to fight back, been done. You yeah, it, it happens once every like fucking generate console generation. There's one thing that's like, this is it. This is the future of horror video games. You saw it with like Resident Evil Four, and you saw it with like fucking amnesia and outlast with a you can't fight back type thing you like it happens once every generation where there's one game that's truly new and innovative you know yeah that that's what i'm thinking is going to happen with and here's the beauty of this i think this is going to happen with um on record and record whether or not it comes out do you know what i'm saying yeah like like that that planted a seed i think for a lot of people which is good um, you know what didn't plant a seed? 
What? Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good transition. I want to talk about that because I so this was a, a fun topic I wanted to talk about before we obviously had to dive into the the weekly weekly hot take in the video game world is I just had this fun idea. I did it a while ago where I like made a list of my personal game of the year every year since 2000, right? So since the year 2000, I have my personal game of the year listed in my phone and I compared it recently to the game of the years or the game awards game of the years recently since their, since their inquisition, since their, uh, introduction in 2014 right and it's funny you should say well you brought up dragon age inquisition because that won the game awards 2014 game of the year and we were both kind of astounded by that when we saw that astounded isn't even the right word i was appalled i was like who the hell at bioware just shield millions of dollars to get this thing to be game of the year there's no way that that was yeah. like and i quote from me like that game is not it chief no, that game is not it. I don't understand it because like you, you were very wowed when you saw that, and I was, and I told you, I'm like, yeah, man, that game got really fucking good reviews for some reason, like really good reviews. Do you know off the top of your head the uh, Metacritic store? Yeah, it was like 89 on uh, I think Open Critic, and then I was looking at the user reviews, and they were in the sevens. Like, yeah, so the average it, review was in the sevens. Like, homie. It, yeah. Tell me you didn't buy your reviews without telling me you bought your reviews. <laughs> no, they didn't buy their reviews, Mike. 89 no, on Metacritic, no. 7.5 on user score on Metacritic. So the the it really is strange. And I think like obviously, like you know, I, I paid video game reviews just people like to say that because there's sometimes very rarely there is discourse between critic score and user score and that really is just because critics i feel like often look at video games so like objectively critics often can tune out they they look at dragon age inquisition as a standalone game right like as a video game dragon age inquisition is a good game it looks great it plays great you know it's a good video game it's really good as a dragon age video game and knowing what we had and knowing what it led up to and where we were going it's not that good is it a terrible game no is it game of the year i don't think so so you know like uh, how i think how, that's that's often where you see there's such a vast difference in critic score versus user score it happened with the last of us 2 as well you know so you know how like there was like the there's a great saying it was like the downfall of rome or whatever or is that like couple hundred year period where everything was just on the decline there's the decline of an empire mm -hmm. right i feel like dragon age inquisition was the start of the decline of of the empire which was bioware at that time right because like 100 percent. yeah bioware was like it was just what banger after banger for years they had mass effect one mass effect two they had Mass Effect 3, which everyone was like, okay, it was, it was good, but it wasn't like Mass I, Effect 2. I would actually, <laughs> I would say, I would say Mass Effect 3 was the start of the decline, personally. You think so? I, I liked Mass Effect 3, and I didn't mind the ending of Mass Effect 3, but that was the one where there was fucking outrage about the ending of Mass Effect 3. Like, mm -hmm. over the point, gamer fucking uh, privilege... Like, there was a fucking movement online for Take Back Mass Effect after the ending of Mass Effect 3. And I remember looking at that with our friend Judith and, like, 
being like, Mass Effect isn't yours to take back. This is the developer's game. Like, crybabies. But I, I definitely think Mass Effect 3 was the start of the, like, the downfall of Bioware. I'm looking at their games developed and I'm trying to see what exactly like what the line was for them, you know? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, boom. We're just going to start from their first big hit, right? Uh, Baldur's Gate. I didn't know they developed that. Jesus. They made Baldur's Gate 1? Yeah, apparently so. Bioware made Baldur's Gate. All games developed by B- Bioware Edmonton. Edmund, how do you? I Edmonton. Edmonton. Uh, I know Baldur's that because Gate. I'm friends with some some Canadians. <laughs> Baldur's Gate, right? Baldur's Gate Two, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Jade Empire, Mass Effect. Dragon they made Age Origins. Ni- wait, they made the Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic? Knights of the Old Republic. No way. <laughs> that is Dragon like Age Origins, game. Mass Effect Two, Dragon Age Two, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Mass Effect 3. Um, and then, yeah, Mass Effect 3, I would say, was the start of the start of the end, probably. Because they had Mass Effect 3, Dragon Age Inquisition, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Anthem. Which we all know about Anthem. Yeah, that's a good game. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, it was so good. It was definitely the best game something. I ever played. I never played Anthem, and I feel for the guys that like went out and like pre-purchased that because you know Bioware had a reputation, and they really let everybody down with that one hard. Gameplay felt great. It it felt fun. Looked pretty. Just nothing to do in it. Yep. It's, anyway, it's, it's so hard to make like a. It was supposed to be like an MMO, wasn't it? Like an MMO kind uh, of. Like it was RPG. like a. De- it was a Destiny. It. Was, I don't yeah. know. It, is Destiny doesn't classify as an MMO, does it's it? It's kind of an MMO. Yeah, it's like a. It's like an ARPG MMO. They had like a baby, so I would say kind of yeah. Anyway, I I did this because I want. I'm curious. I I did like comparing my list to the Game Awards Game of the yeah. Year. Send it. Send it. Send it. Do Everyone you wants to do hear. you know? Do you know what your 2014 game of the year would be if you if you thought back to remember, it, dude? I don't even remember 2014. Um, I'd have to like look. I I this is something that I'm be honest with you. I'd have to prepare. I I, I don't remember right off the rip. Like if you start right. listing games that came out in 2014, I'd be like, oh yeah, I like that one. Like, let me you do know. it. Let me let me do that right now. Send it. Send it. So my game of the year 2014 is South Park: The Stick of Truth. What you ever play that? Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on that. So I never bought it or played it, but I watched. I actually watched a whole stream of it being played by. I think it was uh, shout out Co Carnage. Um, I watched him play it, and it was funny as hell. Like that game was awesome. <laughs> like I watched. I, so I played funny. it. I played it by viewing it, and I thought it was awesome. I I'm not even a South Park fan. Like I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan. Like. It's one of those things where if I'm if I'm channel surfing and it's on, I'll probably watch it. But like, I don't go out of my way to ever watch it. And that game's fucking hilarious. I got I got here. Biggest games of 2014. I'm gonna start listing them off for you. But I think I know what your what yours is probably gonna be, right? Yeah, send so it. So we got South Park: The Stick of Truth. Yeah, that's a good one. Middle Earth: The Shadow of Mordor. Not my cup of tea. Last of Us: Left Behind. Last of Us Left Behind? Was that like a DLC or something? That was the DLC where you play as Ellie and her friend. Yeah. Where Ellie gets bit. Never uh, Dest- Destiny. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh-huh. Far Cry 4. Uh-huh. Dragon Age Inquisition. And yep. Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2 was not my favorite. 
No, all, really. Yeah, that's the one all, I thought was going to be a game of the year at, that year. No, I think of all the games that came out in that like of those that list there, I would probably agree with you on the Stick of Truth being the best game of the whole bunch. Hmm. I mean, um, I'm looking at others. I don't see anything else that to me sticks out as like, oh, that's that's Mike's right there. You know? Yeah. Dark Souls Two is a weird one, and there's a camp of people that really liked it, and there's a camp of people that didn't like it. Um, I don't want to put myself in either of them. I have there's some things in that game I liked, and there's some things in the game that I really didn't like. But of all the Dark Souls games, I would say that's probably like the weakest of the entry, like the series. For okay. Me. Yeah. That's fair. Um, want to jump into 2015 and see what 2015 yeah. was like? 2015 yeah. Game Awards, The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Mm-hmm. Don't like that game. <laughs> Okay. That is that is not a Zev game at all, and I have tried it. That is a mic game. Times. That's a mic game. You know the thing is, it is a Zev game on paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't get into it, and I've tried this year very recently because uh, the remaster for the current generation of consoles came out, and I just you know, can't fucking get into it, dude. I don't know why. Let me let me let me help you out with that one because there's a lot of quality of life stuff that. Let you can mod into it that fixes a lot of the annoying repetitive crap that that's probably what you hate. So to me, I just like I think maybe if I played it in the day, I'd like it more. But as someone who's twenty seven, almost twenty eight years old, mm-hmm. I start up The Witcher three, and I am just bombarded with fucking so much shit quests yeah. information yep. lore yep. tutorials yep. markers it's just like i can't do this like i cannot dive into this because i don't care about the story because i you know i don't know anything about the story mm-hmm. i don't care about Geralt. Mm-hmm. um i to me the thing i always tell my brother which is why i'm more of a bethesda mm-hmm. rpg guy over the witcher is because I don't like playing as a set character most of the time. Like, I don't like playing as Geralt. I like I like playing as the dude I made in Fallout, who's just a vault dweller, but I made his name and his face, and I get to create, like, my own story about what's happening as well, you know? I respect that. Um, I want to give you my first impression with The Witcher, because this is going to be a story that, A, I've never told you. It's a really good one. So, B, it's going to surprise you. Before you do that, is that mm-hmm. do you think that's your game of the year for 2015? No, and I, it, it ties into my story, and I, right, I'll have to it. explain that to you. So, I never played The Witcher three in in twenty fifteen. I had I never even, and it was not even on my radar. I saw all the reviews come out. It got like crazy scores. I don't know why I avoided it. Um, I actually know it. I think I might know why, but I, I if I had to guess, it's because I played The Witcher two, and I wasn't a fan of it at that time. I played it on the right. PC. As like I'm probably not gonna like The Witcher Three. Fast forward, it's 2020. I'm over my my buddy's house, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta play this game. It's so good." I'm like, "What game?" He's PlayStation Four. Uh, it's the it's it's The Witcher Three. So he starts playing. I'm watching him play it. I'm like, "Man, this thing looks fun as hell." So I think that night I went home, and I started playing it, and. Uh, I look over at my at my phone. Uh, you know, I spend some time, and it's quite literally eight o'clock in the morning. I had work that day. Right. Uh, I had been playing the game. I think for about, I think I played it for sixteen hours straight. Um, I was yeah, I was absorbed. That game sucked me in. Um, 
I can, and I'm weird. I think I told you this. Like, I don't want to give it like my game of the year for that that year because I didn't play it that year. It may have come out that year, and if I like, if I had, if circumstances were different, I'd probably give it my game of the year if right. I had played it then. Um, do I think The Witcher Three is a banger? Absolutely, and there's a lot of things that um you can mod in to like give a little bit of a quality of life feel. And I think that uh, I agree with you. You don't get attached to the character so much if you don't really know what's coming. Right. Um, or like coming. what came before. <laughs> There's a recap though. So that gives you the right. events for like Witcher one and Witcher two. Right. Um, I think Geralt's actually a pretty good character. I think he's really well written and the, the, you have that thanks to uh, oh God. What's his name? Henry nice. Cavill. Yeah, hell, Henry Cavill, like the author, <laughs> right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, like that game is awesome. I think everyone should give it a shot. Um, there is a lot to it for sure. Like it's very overwhelming in the beginning. Yep. Um, but once you kind of get into like the, like, okay, I understand. Okay, I get it. You know, like you just, it, it's fun. It's like it's good fun. A lot of fun. Like, I think I literally put in like, <laughs> like two hundred hours. I still haven't beaten that game. Um, do you have a do you have a game of the year in mind or no? I can read you some so, of the top. Yeah, you're gonna have to list it off because like the years, the game games and years don't correlate to me. It's just like right. when did I when did I have fun and like did I play that game that year and have fun with it? So go for it and I'll let you know. So these are some. So my game of the year that year is Dying Light. I, I, I we don't need to talk much about it. It's not a fantastic video. I mean, it is a fantastic video game. It's not really brought up for game of the year ever. Um, but to me, that holds a, such a special place in my heart. So, Dying Light, definitely, for 2015 for me. However, top-rated games of 2015, you know, we obviously have Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. We have Fallout 4, which was great. Helldivers. Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Uh, what's the name? Life is Strange, which is a fantastic video game. And Rocket League. Rocket League made that list. <laughs> Rocket League is, uh, I, I hate to say, I mean, it's a good game, but it's not like, I can't, you oh. can't give it a game of the year, because there's and no... Batman Arkham Knight as well, that's another good one. That one, yeah. Um. So from that list, God. Yours was Dying Light, and I could see, I think, I think that's a really good, oh. good place to put it. Bloodborne too. Bloodborne. Okay, yeah, no, that's immediate. That's immediate. Yeah, there we go. Number one. Yeah, yeah that's that's like my favorite game ever. That's my favorite Born game ever. Born came out March twenty fourth, twenty fifteen. So yeah, thought, yeah, that, that, yeah, I thought it was like twenty sixteen or twenty fourteen. I don't know why. Okay, well, yeah, it makes sense. It's like in between. But yeah, no, that's that's the best game ever created. Like I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It's beautiful. No, Mike, twenty sixteen's <laughs> game of the year was Overwatch. That's that that right there, bought and paid for. Get out! You love <laughs> accusing things of paying for reviews and paying Dude, for game views. Bro, he uh, listen. The CEO at that time was paying people off to not talk about sexual allegations. How are you going to put it all past right. them to pay that, off a right. game review? That is the one situation where I wouldn't put it past. The, you're right. You're, How are you going right. to tell me that <laughs> that dude didn't buy number one for Overwatch? Did you ever play Overwatch? Are you an Overwatch guy? Yeah, I used to be friends with someone that worked at Blizzard, and they sent me a copy of Overwatch. All I had to do was pay for shipping. So I got Overwatch, the original, for $2 when it first came out. Still overpaid for it. I, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't I don't like Overwatch. It's not a bad game. I just, my brother really loved Overwatch when it came out. It never spoke to me. I don't know why. I just I didn't like it. 
I think that's it's a f- probably because I wasn't good at it. I, let's be real. I think it's a goofy time. It's, it plays a lot better on PC, but like I'm not. It, I'm not really into that anymore. Um, it's it's just not my thing. You know, like I, I can hop in, I can click some heads, I'm cool. But like I don't know, lately, I've just been. It's not really my my, my cup of tea, and I don't think that it should have gotten game of the year. It doesn't make sense to get game of the year. I think so top some top rated games from 2016 dark souls 3 yep. uncharted 4 thieves end mm-hmm. overwatch mm-hmm. pokemon go that's weird that that was up there battlefield 1 which i did mm-hmm. not know was 2016 that's crazy uh, battlefield 1 came out that long ago mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's um, pretty old now by uh the witcher blood and wine which is a dlc that, that dlc is awesome game. yeah i mean that's everyone says that's one of the best dlcs like made dude Dude, yeah, I'm gonna get you into The Witcher, but we're gonna do it when you get your like PC set up. Yeah, I can promise you, you're not gonna get me into it. My brother's tried so many times. <laughs> no, let, let, give, let me, let me, let me add him. Let's 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 turn this into like a couch adventure. So like, I'll come over. Um, we'll sit on the casting couch. I'll whip my dick out. We'll we'll play as Geralt. It'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah, you really lost me in the first half. of That you came back around with playing as Geralt, but the first dude. There's a mod that may turn them to Henry Cavill. You'd think I'm not going to sit there with, like, fucking full mast when you see him in the bathtub? Come on. That's fair. My game of the year, by the way, for 2016 was Ratchet & Clank, the remake, which, you know, apparently people don't like. Fuck never me. never played the remake, but Ratchet & Clank was, like, one of my favorite series growing up. So I would love never to, like... Dude, that's a, it's funny. We have, like, a flip-flop on that. Like I the know. First, yeah, so you know, speaking of Judith, uh, Judith got me into Ratchet and Clank when I was a kid. Yeah, they were they were huge into Ratchet and Clank, and they always wanted to have me play the ones for the PS3, like Quest for Booty and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I never did. And the 2016 Ratchet and Clank is the only Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played. And I know a lot of people like don't love it, but for me, man, I had so much fucking fun in that game. Like, I had to give that my game of the year for 2016. Dude, it's a great series. Like, it is ob- like objectively a good series. I think. Like, it's just like every all it has all the hallmarks of a great game. You know what I'm saying? The likable characters, um, big guns, things go boom. You know, like it's it's fun. It's just a good fun time. It's it's a very very very. There's a gun that makes people dance. Dude, they, like, what uh, they fucking need. Bro, they used to have guns like in the way back in the day, like they had guns that would turn people into sheep. And then like if you upgraded it, like every now and again, like you would turn them into a sheep and it would be a black sheep and that black sheep was explosive. So you like turn them all into sheep and then the black one would come up and then it'd blow up and it was hilarious. Twenty seventeen? Uh so the tw- that was overwatched, right? So my no, game of the year was 2016 was Overwatch, yeah. Yeah, my game of the year for that year would probably just go to DS3, just because like it's yes. Dark Souls, it's Dark oh, Souls perfect. one reskinned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 2017, the game of the year, fucking, they fucking took all the awards. Was Breath of the Wild, which to me I can't believe that game dude been already six years old. What the fuck? So you're telling me that Blizzard could pay for that thing, hey, but Nintendo wouldn't. Nintendo wouldn't come on. I'm looking looking at the so under the top rated games major awards category, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild won four out of the five game of the years. They won it from the TGA, they won it from the New York Game Awards, the Dice Awards, and the Developers Choice Awards. The only one who didn't give them game of the year was the British Academy of the Games. And they gave it to what remains of Edith Fitch. Finch. 
Bro, you know what we're going to do? It's like, I'm going to go full private investigator mode and I'm going to find out what happened in Nintendo Power. Because I'm telling you, all right, so here's my conspiracy theory, guys. Nintendo Power, they just like changed the LLC name or whatever. And it, it went from being like the magazine thing, but they, they turned it into like the company that hands out these game awards. And that's why Legend of Zelda gets game of the year every year that it comes out. They, they, they went a step above. They don't pay for the, the slot. They are the slot. You're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> you remember N- Nintendo Power? Yeah, my, my brother yeah. and I used to subscribe to it, I believe. Like, cue the do-do-do-do. What happened in Nintendo Power, guys? What happened? Did it turn I'm sure into there's I- a video for it. When, let's find out. What 2017. I was going to read off heavy hitters while you looked that up. A lot of a lot of the heavy hitters are Breath of the Wild, but you got, you know, what else you got? You got Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. I've heard it's great. You've got Cuphead, amazing video game. Never beat it too hard. Zero out of ten. Uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, my personal game of the year, which I'm sure is probably yours as well. Uh, Persona Five. Those seem like the big ones for 2017. Well, you you telling me you're telling me that you put you picked Resident Evil Seven over Persona Five. Oh, Persona Five was 2016. I'm sorry, I don't know why that's on this list. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Anyways, I never played Persona. I hear they're great games. Super um, Mario Odyssey was 2017, and that is a fantastic video game. That is an absolutely fantastic video game. I never played Odyssey. I played the first Galaxy, and I enjoyed the shit out of that. That was oh, like the dude. last time I had like a, a Nintendo product. See, anytime people want to say that, oh, you you talk shit about Nintendo all the time. Well, you're right, but I also love Mario games. So, never beat Odyssey. I don't think I've ever beaten a Mario game, period. But everyone I play, I love. So, fuck off. Dude, so, uh, Nintendo Power. Um, so, what ended up happening is they, uh, they shut it down, and then IGN absorbed it. And I'm just, I'm making this all up. No, they, they're still around. So, what happened was in 2010... <laughs> They uh, they stopped producing magazines because the interest wasn't there anymore, and they actually became a podcast. So they have the Nintendo Power really? Podcast, and there's 54 episodes as of November 2022. Oh, November 2022 was the last episode. How often do they update episodes? Or do they- I I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I'm seeing on the Wikipedia article. I mean, I can go look it up, like Nintendo Power Podcast. Like what? Based on Nintendo Power, right? Like. Now we know. You guys now well, know. You know, the thing is, like, every console had its own magazine at one point, and they're all gone. Because your subscription, like, paper magazines, just there's really no market for them anymore. Dude, so it's interesting, right? So the Nintendo Power podcast is, is it's like they almost treat it. So it's owned by Nintendo. Um, so they almost treat it as like a, like a recap. You know, it's like uh, it's not like a real podcast per se, but it seems like it's like we came out with all these video games this year. Which ones are your favorite? Like, that's kind of what's going on. Um, But like the last episode that they had was uh, February 16th of 2023. But it was interesting is the one before that was in December 20. It was December 21st. Then before that was November. So they had like a set schedule and it looks like they broke it. Um, after December. So, so something must be going on over there. I'm wondering if it's all like the Nintendo and the spotlight right now. They're trying to kill it by being out of that limelight right now. Um, they've been doing some weird stuff. 
Based on what I told you, do you have a 2017 game of the year? Yeah, I'm gonna go with what I agree with you on, like the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, like for me, like I, I wasn't into the whole Breath of the Wild thing. I played it for a little bit, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like Legend of Zelda games objectively are are pretty much the same. Um, it's just like Nintendo looked at it and said, "Okay, well, look at all these other open world games. Look what they're doing. Let's go incorporate what they're doing into what we're doing." So they went from like a linear experience to like an open world experience, you know. Um, they took they took what they did in Super Mario Galaxy, right, and they like threw it onto Zelda. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have too much to say about Breath of the Wild. I've talked about it before. How I don't think it's a ten out of ten perfect game. I also haven't played enough of it to give a real like you know thoughts on it. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I I see I see I no I. No, exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you. It's not it, like groundbreaking, game changing, new whole new landscape of video games type shit. It it is for its the series. It's like the hallmark of like for sure. So the reason why I think it like was re- received so well is because if you look at it, they're departing from their old formula, right? And right. They're, they're going into something uncharted for them, and it worked out really well. And I think that's no, why. Uncharted different series like, you're right you're right you're right they, they, well that's the thing right so i don't know if you know this there's an easter egg if you go to kokoro town in uh breath of the wild and i don't even know if it exists there but for the sake of the joke it's Is there it rico village <laughs> yeah you Co- go you go there and if you go into if you like smack the the the, the shopkeep right there like three times the head with like the, the pots he turns into nathan drake and then if you close your eyes and open up you're in skyrim i couldn't believe it it happened to me <laughs> I couldn't believe it had happened to me. True story. I couldn't record it though, man. My my my, my yeah. You just have to take my. It's like fucking um, video game rumors that you'd hear on like the playscape in fucking elementary school and shit. The cheat code to see Laura Croft naked or something. Yeah, if you pour water on your PlayStation Two and then you you incinerate it with a homemade flamethrower, you can see Laura Croft naked on the Xbox Three Sixty. But yes, 60s, <laughs> Tomb Raider games were fucking terrible. I think my favorite part about that is we started on the PlayStation and we just dist- we destroyed our PlayStation and went over oh, yeah. to the Xbox. On, the- <laughs> on your PlayStation 2, if you incinerate it, you can see Laura naked on your 360. Two generations <laughs> and platforms. Two different generations and platforms. Back in 2002, it worked, I promise. I'm foreshadowing the future. We're uh, um, we're fuck we're we're towing the line on time here. I want you want to do some speed running for some years. We could do some speed running, yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. Twenty eighteen, God of War, not from me, motherfucker. Marvel Spider Man. Um, um, you didn't play Spider Man, did you? Uh, I didn't play either of those that year. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, let's see some heavy hitters for you. Red Dead Redemption Two, God of nah, War. Nah. Um, yeah, Bayonetta Two. That was not twenty eighteen, was it? I think so. Red- Dead Cells, uh, nah. Celeste, nah, Monster Hunter World, nah. What did you What did you play in 2018? That was probably my year where I just played nothing but Binding of Isaac <laughs> or Far Cry Five. That, that no, fuck that. No, fuck that. You liked, I liked Far Cry Five. I, I got really sick of the UB formula. I think that was like that was the last. Year. That was the last one for me. It's funny you should say that. After that, I got real sick of the UB formula. Yeah, I didn't even play four. I think after three, I got sick of it. Like, I was like, okay, like, this is a great game. You did real good. Don't do it again. Real and then they good. proceeded to do it again yeah. 10 times. They did it again, yeah. 
I got news for you, Mike. They're still doing it. Oh, <laughs> they are no, not changing formulas. They need to. It's horrible. Um. All right. So 2018 was a no go for you. Let's see. 2019. Uh, Sekiro shatters shadows die twice. Nope. Obviously, I never played it. For me, it was the Outer Worlds, which is a fucking phenomenal RPG. Everyone should go play it. Uh, Did you play the Outer Worlds? I played the Outer Worlds, and Sekiro was not my game of the year because I found the Sekiro the mechanics behind Sekiro were actually way too hard for my boomer my boomer self. Okay, um, I got some heavy hitters for you. Let's see if any of these speak to you. Uh, Death Stranding, nope. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, nope. Outer Worlds, Mm-mm. Elysium apparently. No, nope, um, not not my thing. Control. Nope. Uh, Apex Legends. Absolutely not. Resident Evil 2 Remake. That one would definitely take it if I didn't sub okay. my rule. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker. Just give it. I don't see anything else that I would think. Oh, yeah. Division 2. Nah, like, okay. So. Wait, what, Fallen Order. No. What was the, yeah. what was game of the year for that year? It was uh, Sekiro, right? Yeah. I, I think like I think it's a great game, but it's like I can't like I got pretty far and then I'm like, oh, this is so hard. Like I literally like it was the first Souls game where I sat there and go, this is actually too hard for me. I can't do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like if I had to give it to something, I probably like just from association watching videos of people who are way better than me. Like I'd probably give it to that just because the story is beautiful and everything. And but like it's too hard for me. It's not. It's not for the average gamer. I. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean. Fallen uh, Order probably would I would give it to Fallen Order, but Star Wars just isn't my thing, and um, Outer Worlds just I had so much fun fought like getting lost in the Outer Worlds world world's world, uh, and I don't know that game just fucking hilarious, such a good game. Yeah, no, that was a good game, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, it wasn't. I can't say Outer Worlds was my favorite game of the year because I wasn't like in love with the game like you were. I don't want right. to give it to that. And I, unfortunately, like that year for games for me, was, I feel like was kind of weak. Like I, my own, my expectation was like Sekiro. And then like I got pretty far. Like I, I just, maybe I'll revisit it. But like for, at the time, like, man, like I couldn't do it. I just physically couldn't do it. It was very difficult for me. Um, 2020, which I can't believe is already fucking three years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Game Awards gave it to The Last of Us Part 2. That's fair. Honorable. I enjoyed what I played of it, but I never beat it. I mm-hmm. my personal game of the year was Animal Crossing because of fucking course it was. Uh, yeah, see what we got for you. Last of Us Part Two, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Half None of those. Ghost of Alex would take it for me. Alex, Alex would take, take it. it. Yeah, dude. I know you're not like into VR, but if you're gonna play a VR game, you should play that game. That game was absolutely incredible. Like that. That is the future. That Valve literally said we've entered the chat and this is the future of gaming and i'm i've been waiting for like a follow-up to someone to follow up to that and unfortunately nothing is they never will because vr is dying vr is it needs it needs help yeah it needs to go away well Um, i mean like i feel like if you're gonna do it that like the tech's gotta evolve you remember the movie gamer with gerard butler I you're like itching a part of my brain that I didn't know existed. Why do I remember that? It was like a VR, but like he had like a why there he was controlled by a kid who was like playing him in VR. And like the kid was like, you know, it was a battle royale, pretty much, and Gerard Butler was his character, but it was like a real human, so it was like, hey man, if I lose, you die because you're a real human. And luckily this kid was really good at video games. 
it was an awful movie. Gerard Butler needs to come back to us, though. <laughs> Dude, it took a, it took an L. It took a big L. I think they spent fifty million to make the movie, and it took home forty two. So, homie, like, took big L. Yeah. Took a big yeah. L on that one. Uh, what what year was that? That was twenty twenty. That yeah, the, the movie was two thousand nine, but you were talking about twenty twenty for games. Yeah. yeah. Um. 2021 was the Game Awards gave it to It Takes Two, which fucking is a great choice. That game is fucking yeah, phenomenal. I just beat that with my girlfriend, and we had so much fun playing that game. Not me, though, motherfucker. I gave it to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> this game's great, but fuck that. I really like playing as Rocket Raccoon. Dude. Nah, Guardians of the Galaxy is a fucking fantastic. Did you ever play Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm late to that bandwagon. I want to join oh. it. So I, I, yeah, I heard it was excellent. It was like absolutely like a bonkers game for a Marvel yep. game. I'm so used to Marvel games being like you enter the game and then it's like <laughs> Disney has entered the chat and yep. they're just like, give me money. Hey, no, this hey, is that kid. Hey, kid. On its own. Hey, kid. Hey, listen, buddy. I, I uh, listen, I need you to give me $20 right now. So that way you can get get the, the get the cool skin of thor where we just recolor the cape get it right now buy like it Marvel's avengers type shit. yeah yeah i'm used to that with marvel uh, with disney like they're like i feel like every disney game is just like a gotcha game in disguise yeah. did you hear about their new one disney speedstorm it's like the uh cart racer i and heard about it did not loaded. it's loaded with microtransactions like bad dude did you hear about diablo immortal where you were like on did you hear about that one for microtransactions yep yeah, yeah. there are people I think they're paying like what? I think someone paid like forty grand or something. And it's like the old Giga Chad of Giga Chads in that game. Jesus. Yeah, but like that's not even like the cream of the crop. I guess like it goes deep. I think to get everything maxed out you have to spend like two, three million dollars or something. Fucking Christ. Yeah, man. For you, what 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 we got? We got uh It Takes Two, Psychonauts Two, Inscription. Nope. I've heard great things about Inscription. That one's good. That one's good, but not my favorite. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Returnal, Resident Evil 8, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Halo Infinite. For me, it's going to be Returnal. Returnal? Okay. Yep. I, Returnal I, I kind of saw favorite. that coming. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, it's, uh, it's real good. I highly recommend everyone play that game. It's excellent. I don't, I don't play video games where I play as woman. So. Oh, um, okay. But, <laughs> but, then you, but then you have a problem with, uh, with, with what? What was it? That, oh, fuck. The first thing we we're talking about, uh, on record, on record, on record. Yeah, you can't play as a women, but then you have, like, I feel like if you if you say that statement, then you immediately need to back that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two very similar fan bases. I don't play as girls in video games, and I love killing people. <laughs> um. So yeah, twenty twenty two most recent one gave it to some fucking stupid piece of shit game, Elden Ring. I, that's Bad. mine for sure. That's my. That's mine. Mine's a uh, Pentiment. Did you did you hear about or play Pentiment at all? I did not play Pentiment, and I heard about it from you. Oh fuck, dude! It's so good. It's so. Is, good. It, is it one of those where like I need to play it so that way I uh, like I shouldn't look up anything about it, just play it? Is that one of those? I, yes, but I think you need to go into it knowing what you're going like going into. It's it's a not it's not a traditional zev game at all it's a very much no action it is a side scrolling text based you're you know you're interacting with people you're solving a mystery but it takes place in like the f- fucking 1300s 
and like you are a, a a traveling artist, but you're an apprentice and you're trying to, you know, become a master. So you're studying in the the church, not the choral, I forgot what it's called. You know, where people go to study and become masters of their art from uh, from apprenticeship. Someone gets murdered, you're there to solve the murderer type shit. It's fucking awesome. It's a fantastic video game. It's made by Obsidian. Same people who made The Outer Worlds, you know, if you, you know, great developer. It, aw- absolutely awesome video game. It's definitely, it, like, worth getting into if you're in the mood for a good, like, whodunit um, story-driven game. Pretty long, though. It's not like a sit down and play in one sitting. Like, dedicate some time to this game for sure. For me, I mean, I just... The shockwaves that this that the game of the year of that year made have not been felt yet. So I imagine what's to come in like five to five to seven years from now after the effect of Elden Ring is felt is going to be pretty awesome. But I, I know your gripes with the game and I don't want to speak too much on it. Um, yeah, we, we've gone over Elden Ring yeah. so, so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely my game of the year. And I think that... Um, I think we talked about one of our first episodes. We talked about what makes a game of the year, a game of the year. And uh, I think the the right way to do it is like, where does, what is the effect of this game on the market? You know, right. Um, There's good parts of it for sure. You're right. Yeah. And I think that like, it's, I think rightfully so that that game deserves it, but it may not be everyone's cup of tea. The same thing with the Sekiro thing, right? I don't think that that game is up a lot of people's alley, but like, the production of it is definitely like art, you know, it's not, I'm very surprised. I wasn't surprised with Elden Ring winning. I'm very surprised that Sekiro won. That would, that really like took me by surprise when I saw that. Cause I was not expecting it to win. I kind of knew Elden Ring was going to win, but Sekiro going up against like, you know, super smash bros ultimate for one. Um, outer worlds, like I, I, control which fucking blew shit up i was very surprised sekiro took it took it not gonna lie i don't think control had a chance there and i say that because i didn't i didn't feel like control had a soul does that make sense Mm, yeah i disagree with you because i think i'm i'm a few hours into control right now i'm i'm recently trying to dive into remedies back catalog like this is a full conversation we could have Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really loving it so far. So I just I and then I didn't get really attached to the characters when I played Control. Um, ah, fuck you. you know, yeah, but it's it's the story of Sekiro that I could see why it would get like the art direction the story. But my problem with that game is that the the um, skill curve is very high in that game. Right? It's like with Dark Souls, it's 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 something that you can kind of push through and learn. Right. Sekiro for me was difficult because it's parry dependent. It doesn't matter how many hits you get in if you just don't parry. Right. If you're not like totally getting the timing down perfectly, it's hard. Right. So that, well, that, that's my my opinion there. Well, that was you know that was fun. That was a great episode. It was, it was great, and then Xfinity. Like, can we like call this the Xfinity episode or something? Because like Xfinity fucked you over hardcore. <laughs> we took it. We, we, we took it back. We took it we back. Took, we, we ran it back for sure. But like, you know, it it, it be it, it do be happening out that way. 
Um, ending off the show real quick, 2023's game of the year. Do you have anything in mind for you so far? Um, I'll give you two. So I, I have my rules in place and my rules not in place, right? So my if my rule is in place, I'm probably so far give it the Hogwarts legacy, right? Okay, I um, <laughs> yeah. If if my my rule is not in place where I don't want to like re-give the same game that came out years ago game of the year, I would give it to Dead Space, I think. I don't have that rule because the rule for me and impl- the rule for me goes to remasters. A remake, there's enough work put into it where it's basically a whole new video game, which is what I consider Resident Evil 4 and Dead Space. Um, mine's going to Dead Space for sure. I think Dead Space is, so far, it's the best game of the year. Oh, dude, that game, like, I'm so glad you agree with me, because I kept telling you, I'm like, dude, like, this game, that is, is something special going on there. I, I loved the Resident Evil 4 remake. Resident Evil 4, the original, is one of my favorite games of all time. The remake kind of lost some of the magic for me. I mean, there were parts that were super fucking annoying and not fun to do. A lot of it didn't hit like it did in 2005, obviously, because it was a different time when a lot of those characters were written. Um, A lot of the changes to the story I didn't really fuck with too, too much. It's a fantastic video game. It's one of the best Resident Evil video games. Is it better than Dead Space? No, absolutely not. The Dead Space remake is fucking a masterpiece, for sure. Dude, it is a masterpiece on every front. Visually um you're auditorily like when you're hearing like the whole soundscape has been redone yep um gameplay loop um they refined it uh they fleshed out their main character they gave isaac a personality and that they never had in the first one they expanded the lore of the ishimura so you actually know what the hell was going on there um they um not only did they do that they didn't have to do this but they did it was it was like i felt like motive turn that game into a labor of love and yeah, it really sure. shows especially yeah. in i'm gonna do this soon um i just haven't had the time it's i want to beat the game and i want to collect all the pieces of the marker when you beat the game that unlocks that special thing where you can start collecting yeah. the pieces and then it unlocks the alternate ending and i don't know what it is i didn't watch it but i heard that it actually fills in some of that information that we were missing between the first game and the second game and they say right. that it's a better ending for the series or for first game than the original ending was. Fantastic so. video game. Everyone go play Dead Space. Everyone go play Resident Evil 4. Everyone go play with themselves. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but definitely play Dead Space and definitely play with yourself while you're playing Dead Space. 100%. 100% yeah, if you have to do two of the three. So, so we're going all the way back to um, uh, to what the hell was it? The first thing we talked about, the controversial game. Help me out. Undead or unrecorded. Uh, undead. Unrecorded, yeah. Going back. So like, you know how like people are impressionable, right? Right. Playing with yourself while playing Dead Space would definitely breed. That would yeah, that would some fucked up individuals. Actually, rather than going over bullet points of the show, I'm just gonna tell everyone to go play Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's yeah. how I want to end it because that game's yeah. fuck. Mike, Mike, you go play it. Everyone listening, go play it. I'm gonna go play it. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go fucking go grocery shopping. Yeah, you are. You're gonna go buy some <laughs> some Guardian of the Galaxy flavored cereal. Uh, until next time, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I love you. Uh, yeah, but, like, make sure you, like, a- attach, like, a waiver for that.